0: The Pat Kenny Show with Matter Private Network on News Talk. Well, now, Jess Kelly, News Talks technology correspondent, uh, joins me now. Jess, good morning. Morning, Pat. Um, You have just got a preview of Sky Glass. Yes. Um, Can you tell us what it's all about?
1: This is very exciting. You know, TVs have kind of looked the same, done the same thing for such a long time. And Sky is looking to shake that up ever so slightly. Instead of continuing with just delivering a TV screen and then you get your set-top box, What SkyGlass is, it's essentially an all-in-one. This is a device made by Sky and not only is the the hardware good, but it's also a a very intelligent software platform. So rather than having that set-top box or any other boxes, the idea is you'd buy your TV directly from Sky. You can either get a 43-inch, a 55-inch or a 65-inch. All three sizes have the exact same spec internally. Okay. And the only cable coming from it is the power cable. Wow. When you turn on, but the, you gotta have Wi Fi. You gotta have Wi Fi. This is the big thing. So there is a minimum speed requirement. I think it's fifteen megabits uh, per second, that it, which is you know the standard for ninety percent of homes around the country. So that is something to note. Firstly, you do have to have that, but also, you know, I spoke to you years ago now when uh, when the Google Chrome uh, Cast came out. And the the latest iteration of that basically pulls content from all your different platforms. So say if you want to watch a scary movie, it'll bring up content from Disney, Netflix, Amazon, all the Uh rest. What Sky Glass is doing is exactly that, but including live TV. So every single platform you have access to gets pulled into one screen. And Sky, you know, I was at a briefing this morning and it was so interesting because although obviously Sky makes content, they just want you to sit down and watch whatever you want to watch. They don't care if it's a Sky original or if it's something from Netflix or it's something from Disney. So when you turn on your TV... As you use it it'll learn your habits so it'll identify what you're interested in if you press the button down twice it'll show you now and next so you can watch live TV if you want or you can continue to scroll down and you can watch um, or you can go through the box sets but everything from every platform is pulled into one space.
0: I presume it depends on your subscriptions though to the various services.
1: Yes, now Netflix does come with the entertainment bundle of Sky so if you are subscribing you will get Netflix but yes, if you do have Disney and so on obviously you get more content but there is Oodles and oodles of content. What's really interesting is because they don't have the physical box anymore, um, they're changing how you record your TV shows. So, you know, you could always red button something, you could Mm -hmm. save it to the device. What's happening now is uh, when something is on, if you want to save it to watch for later or anything like that, it goes to a playlist kind of like a Spotify playlist yeah. so you know if there's certain songs you like you can add them and it gets sort of saved away to a separate uh, section so now on Sky Glass, when you shimmy over to your playlists it's still broken down by TVs, movies, sport but It's all there all the time. And because it's not being saved onto a device, now some of it is being saved locally, some of it's being saved in cloud storage, um, it just continues the stream. Again, it doesn't matter what platform it's on. So I could be scrolling across, see something I want to watch on Netflix, scroll across, see, see something I want to watch on RTE1, scroll across and see something I want to watch on Amazon. All of those things will go to my playlist, and then they will be streamed as and when I want them. They very much look to simplify this design and put the emphasis on the platform as well as the hardware.
0: You're a fan already. Very much a fan. I'm very
1: excited about it.
0: Okay, that's Skyglass. Now, the other device that you've got your hands on is the Galaxy Flip 4 from Samsung, and this is a folding phone.
1: Yeah, this is, so we mentioned it last week briefly that, you know, usually uh, this time of year we get, we used to get a note device. Now what we're getting is a foldable phone from Samsung. I have in my hand the Galaxy Z Flip 4. And this, <clears throat> sorry, this is the more affordable of the devices. It's still not cheap. It's just over a thousand euro. But it seems to be the one that's capturing the most attention. Um, So on the outside of the device, I have it here in front of me. You can see it's folded over. On the outside, there is a little 1.9 inch screen that will show you the time. It'll also show you your notifications. You can swipe across. You can then swipe to the right to get other uh, features of the phone. But then when you unfold it, which is just a complete breeze to do, you're getting a stunning 6.7 inch screen content looks great on it. It has that standard screen that you've come to know and expect um, from Samsung devices. It also is rammed with very powerful, very speedy technology. There's a 3,700 milliamp battery, which is a beefed up version of what we had last year. And the cameras are excellent. I'm still getting to grips with it. I've only moved over to it uh, fully as of Friday. But uh, first impressions are I really like it. I was recently talking to Connor Pierce, who's the head of Samsung in Ireland, and he was saying that the stats show that when people move, to a foldable phone. They're not going back to the previous designs. So I'm intrigued to know if I will struggle to go back to my S22 after a few weeks of using the Flip.
0: OK. And uh, it's been uh, folded and unfolded multiple times in testing. Yeah. So it shouldn't kind of create a...
1: No. Now look, to be... We'll call it spade a spade. There is... A, you can almost see and you can definitely feel the little bump in the screen where the hinge is yeah. however I've watched content on it on Netflix and so on and I haven't it hasn't uh, impacted my view in any way the design is actually very clever so if I was doing a video call with Hugh now I could sit it up like a little deck chair like this so that the camera's at a better, better angle for video calls and so on the design makes sense my fear over time is firstly will I get bored of the novelty factor and secondly uh, will that crease annoy me over time so we'll have a full review over the coming weeks but That's first impressions of the Z Fold 4.
0: Okay, now some of the questions coming in. Can Jess recommend some good and affordable AirPods? That's from Jenny.
1: Yeah, there are, you know, there are different tiers here. So if you want ones for 25 quid, you can go to your local Dunn stores and get some from the Carl Henry range. If you want to get ones for around 120 euro, you could get the Irish company One Sonic Audio. Or if you want to go up a gear, my favourite ones, they're actually massively down in price now. It's the Samsung Galaxy Buds Live. I think they're around 160 euro and they are incredible. Uh, So all three of those I've tested, I have really liked and they are incredible for the price points they're at.
0: Uh, What are the best buds that will stay in your ear? Buds live. These
1: mm. the the buds live. The little ones that I've said to you for a long time now. They're about three or four years old, I think. But they're little kidney shaped beans, um, uh, buds that sit into your. They don't fall out. There's no sort of um add on or bud cover or anything like that. And I have found I have ran with them. I have walked with them. I've been in the rain with them, and they absolutely stay in.
0: Okay, Uh, I'm retiring from work and someone else will be taking over my email account. I don't need to hand over old emails. How do I delete thousands of Gmails in one go?
1: Um, You should, it depends on whether you want to send from a particular sender or if you just want to do a blanket delete or you want to do a blanket delete. When you open your Gmail, there's a little um, square just above where it says Inbox. If you click on that little square, it'll highlight all emails and you can delete them. If you want to do it by, you know, date sent or with an attachment or from a certain person, you just search the terms that you're looking for. Again, click on that box and then hit Delete.
0: Okay. training for the half marathon, looking for a good watch to give me kilometres per hour. Uh, That's from James.
1: A lot of the watches, <clears throat> sorry, my throat is gone. A lot of the watches will do this. Um, I know people who are training for the marathon are very passionate about the Garmin lineup. And they have very good, very good in-depth um, you know, analysis and data. And they also pair it to the likes of Strava. So maybe look at the Garmin lineup there.
0: Okay. Uh, best screen protector?
1: Uh, I would say the Zag one. Zag do ones that are barely visible and they don't leave that lip on the device if and when something happens. Um, I think they're absolutely great. They are a little bit expensive, but I think they are worth investing in for sure.
0: Is there an app that I can check on all my social media accounts, Twitter, uh, Instagram, etc., you know, that you can go into some platform and they're all there?
1: Yeah, you can get, um, like there, there are platforms that allow social media managers, for example, to do that. I personally haven't tested at any of them so I can't recommend them but I do know that they're out there so it's definitely worth having a browse.
0: Now you've mentioned mesh in the past Uh, can you uh, attach multiple mesh uh, units can you have six seven yes depending on the yeah, size of your house you
1: can now what's good is you know the brand that i often recommend is the tender nova uh, i think it's the mw3 is the basic one and then there's the mw6 as well um but you can you can add on different pods as you go so say if you're getting an extension or something like that uh, they are modular so you can uh, you can add on
0: So you buy a kit maybe that has three and then you can get another one and another one
1: and add them on and
0: they'll all be uh, connectable. Uh, Looking for a laptop for work, literally don't know where to start. I'm absolutely confused.
1: Okay. Okay. A lot of people are on to me at the moment about laptop questions for school, college or work. The key things you have to consider when you're buying a laptop. Firstly, ask yourself the question, what do you want it to do? Because you could go out and buy a laptop for 200 quid that is fine and functional for Netflix and a bit of browsing. Or you could spend 1300 euro on a high spec laptop, um, you know, if you're editing video and so on. So ask yourself what you want to do. The key thing for me when I'm buying a laptop is always look at the RAM. I wouldn't buy a laptop if I was looking to multitask, I suppose, uh, for, with anything less than 8 gigs of RAM. That the processor and all the rest, it does make a difference, but not a massive difference unless you are editing or gaming or anything like that. So they're the key things. But if you want specific recommendations, we will be doing a laptop guide on next week's show.
0: Very good. Jess Kelly, thank you very much for joining us. And that's all we've time for. A reminder that our items are uploaded as podcasts, which you can listen to on the Newstock app part by GoLad. Just search for the Pat Kenny Show. The Pat Kenny Show with Matter Private Network. Weekdays at nine AM On News Talk.